Welcome to NBA Talk with Isaac Wolf. I am your host, Isaac Wolf, and today we're going to be talking about NBA Rank. ESPN came out with its annual NBA Rank, which it has done since 2011. It is a list of projected performance for this upcoming season. So basically, how they think these players will play during the 2019-2020 season. There was some major controversy near the top. We'll get to that in a minute. But right now, I want to highlight some of the rankings I found questionable. Let's talk top 50. There were a few in the lower half of the list, like Kyle Kuzma at 77. That's underrated. Gordon Hayward at 65. Let's say that's a bit overrated. Frankly, I think Kyle Kuzma is better than Gordon Hayward. I just don't understand how that worked out the way it did. But let's talk about this. Clay Thompson at number 49. This is absolutely ridiculous. You're talking about a three-time NBA champion. A career 41% three-point shooter. Volume score. Terrific defender. Great two-way player. I understand this is based on performance next year, and he'll be out for most of the year. I get that. But when he comes back, he's still going to be typical Clay. Best two-way guard in the game. I would think this has to be based on when you're playing. And if it's based on when you're playing, Clay Thompson is going to be Clay Thompson, okay? There's no reason. Clay Thompson is a top 25 NBA player when healthy. Maybe even top 20. So at number 49, that's just that's just ridiculous. Rudy Gobert comes in at number 14. Okay, first of all, let me say this. Clay Thompson is better than Rudy Gobert. Okay. Yes, Rudy is the reigning back-to-back defensive player of the year. He is a great defender. But his lack of offensive impact, I think, is not enough to make him a top 15 NBA player. He has never made an all-star team in his career. I expect that pattern to continue now, with the West being even more loaded. And you're telling me he's better than guys, than these guys. According to this list, Rudy Gobert is better than Ben Simmons, Kemba Walker, Donovan Mitchell, and Carl Anthony Towns? I disagree with all that. Don't forget, Clay Thompson's sitting pretty 35 spots behind him. No way. No, there's no. Russell Westbrook and Kyrie Irving were 12th and 11th. Russ being 12th, Kyrie being 11th. Personally, I like Russ at 11. I think he's better than Kyrie all around. Kyrie may be a better scorer. Maybe. At least more efficient. But I believe Russ is a better scorer, rebounder, passer, and defender than Kyrie. I just don't understand how Russ is not top 10. I think you could have an argument against Damian Lillard, who's number 9 on this list. Russ is a better all-around player than him. But I keep forgetting. This is in terms of how well they will perform this upcoming season. And because of that, I would give Lillard the nod. He's the man there. He's going to be what we saw last year. Average somewhere around 27 points a game. He's going he's gonna to blow it up this year. I really believe that. I think he's an MVP candidate. But Russ sharing time with Harden is going to cut into his production a little bit. But I'd still have Russ over Kyrie, just saying. All right, let's give you the top 10, shall we? I'll give you my analysis of this in just a moment. But number 10, Paul George. Number 9, Damian Lillard. Number 8, Joel Embiid. Number 7, Nikola Jokic. Number 6, Steph Curry. 
Number five, Anthony Davis. Number four, James Harden. Number three, LeBron James. Number two, Kawhi Leonard. And number one, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Okay, here we go. I'm mostly pleased with how this list went down. But there are a few things I'd like to argue. Steph Curry is an MVP candidate this year. Don't sleep on him or the Warriors. I would definitely put him above Anthony Davis at five. Steph Curry is about to go off again this season. We're going to see MVP Steph. He is going to be, I think, a finalist for MVP this year. There's no doubt in my mind. No KD, no Clay for most of the year. He will be far and away the focal point on offense. He's going to be the guy. And Anthony Davis, oh, people keep talking about Anthony Davis and LeBron James. Both of them are MVP candidates. Yeah, but there's, I just do not see a way that one of them can win it playing on the same team as the other. I don't think Anthony Davis or LeBron will be a even a finalist for the award. I just do not see how those two playing together, how one of them can win MVP. I just don't see it. It's like the Russ and Harden thing. Neither of them are going to be MVP candidates, I don't think, because they're going to each cut into produ- each other's production a little bit, which is what's going to happen with AD and LeBron, because you're going to have to adjust. Anthony Davis, when he was on the Pelicans, was an MVP candidate. Not with LeBron James on his team anymore. So Steph Curry should be above Anthony Davis in this list, I believe. But let's talk about Embiid and Jokic. They are certainly the top two centers in the league. Embiid on this list comes in at number eight, Jokic at number seven. Some people may want Embiid over Jokic, but I actually agree with this. Jokic, I think, will be better than Embiid this season. Jokic is a dark horse MVP candidate for me. Joel might win Defensive Player of the Year, but Jokic is the better all-around player, and he makes his teammates better. Best passing big man the league has ever seen. Great rebounder, all-around scorer, can hit from three-point mid-range or right at the right at the rim. And while Embiid may be the better defender, Jokic is going to do more for his team this year, and that's why I give him the edge. Now, maybe the biggest debate of all... The top three. LeBron comes in at number three. Kawhi Leonard at two. Giannis at one. I disagree with all this. Okay? Right now, at this moment in time, Kawhi Leonard is the best player in the NBA. He's better than the MVP, the Greek freak, Giannis Antetokounmpo. He's better than MVP runner-up, offensive juggernaut James Harden. And he's better than LeBron James. Who, by the way, is not ranked number one on this list for the first time ever since it came out in 2011. And here's why. Here's why I say Kawhi is the best player. LeBron James, the past few seasons, as he's gotten older, has sort of taken a step back in the regular season and saved everything for the playoffs. He carried hard, blew it up in the playoffs for for the Cavs, specifically 2016 when they won the whole thing. 2018 was crazy, too, taking that awful, let's be honest, that was an awful Cavs team to the finals against the Warriors, where they did get swept, but that wasn't necessarily his fault. I think if J.R. Smith was in his right mind at the end of Game 1, they would have won that game, and that could have changed the rest of the series. But, as we've seen, guys, not named LeBron win MVP for the regular season since 2012, 
Steph Curry, Russell Westbrook, James Harden, Giannis Antetokounmpo. LeBron has kept performing in the playoffs to remind us that he's still the greatest player in the league, maybe of all time. However, he missed the playoffs last year. Which, by the way, if you're the greatest of all time, supposedly, you should be able to get your team to the playoffs. Yes, there was the groin injury. Yes, you're in the Western Conference. But that can't be an excuse. You had a solid team around you. Frankly, I think the Cavs team that you took to the finals the year before was worse than your Lakers team this year. I mean, you had young talent around you. Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Kyle Kuzma, Josh Hart. Had some veterans in Rondo, Stevenson, McGee. Compared to, yes, you had Kevin Love. Tristan Thompson's a solid piece. But J.R. Smith, who... I think KCP and Davis Caldwell Pope is better than J.R. Smith. Kyle Korver, this Turkish Jude, Jetty Osman, George Hill, who should have made his free throws, and then the J.R. thing wouldn't have been a problem in game one of the finals. Iman Shumpert, Channing Fry, Jordan Clarkson, Ante Zizic, Jay Crowder, among others. I mean, come on. That Lakers team was better. I mean, you can argue that with me if you want, but I think that Lakers team was better. Back to the playoffs thing. LeBron could not get it done this season. Last season was the first time he missed the playoffs in 14 years. And he didn't have that chance to prove that he was the best in the game. Meanwhile, what happened in this year's playoffs? Kawhi Leonard absolutely tore it up. He destroyed everyone in every possible way. Down 1-0 in the first round to Orlando. Everybody had thoughts of, Oh, Toronto is coming back. The Raptors are going to choke. Then they went and won the next four games of the series in dominant fashion. Silenced all doubt. Then comes the Philadelphia series. Down 2-1. Come back, force a game 7. And then possibly hit the greatest buzzer beater of all time? First ever game 7 buzzer beater. That was the highlight of the playoffs. And if that's not enough for you, here come the Milwaukee Bucks with the supposedly unguardable Greek freak. Soon to be MVP Giannis Antetokounmpo. How does Kawhi handle the best player in the league supposedly at that point? He shuts him down. He exposes Giannis Antetokounmpo in that series. Not only that, but coming back from a 2-0 deficit to win and go to the finals? Come on, can this get any better? Oh wait, it can! Against the Super Team Warriors. And I understand there were injuries. But guess what? It's basketball. It happens. Even if Klay Thompson doesn't get hurt, I think the Raptors still win that series. But despite all of that, Kawhi Leonard showed complete and total domination offensively and defensively. And the Raptors win the championship. An improbable run to win the title. Named Finals MVP as well. And by the way, he won Finals MVP in 2014 when the Spurs beat the Heat. And he was young at that time. In that series... He he was so young, he didn't even know what he was doing, and he still won finals MVP. So we shut down Giannis, who was the best player in the league at that point, and then goes on to be the Super Team Warriors in the finals, winning all three games in Oakland, finishing it out at Oracle, last game at Oracle. And all LeBron James could do was sit at home and watch as Kawhi Leonard completely and totally dominated the NBA playoffs, and it's similar to the way... That he had in previous years. 
That is why Kawhi Leonard is the best player in the NBA. And he should be ranked number one above Giannis Antetokounmpo. LeBron James even has an argument against Giannis for the number two spot, but that's a topic for another time. All I'm saying is Kawhi Leonard is head and shoulders above everybody else in the league. And if he can keep it rolling this season, which I think he will, I think he will be the same Kawhi Leonard that we saw throughout the 28, excuse me, 2019 playoffs. I see no reason why he loses that title of the best player in the league. By the way, for those of you who wondering where Kevin Durant is on this list, he's not on it because he's injured and not going to play this whole season. So there's that. Some offseason moves that have happened this past week. The Trailblazers exercise options on Zach Collins and Anthony Simons. Ryan Anderson is joining the Rockets on a partially guaranteed deal. Anderson played in Houston from 2016 to 2018. CJ Williams signed with the Nets. It's a non-guaranteed deal, however. And the Rockets signed Jaron Blossom game to a one-year deal. I want to talk about the Milwaukee Bucks for just a split second. Owner John Horst got fined $50,000 for speaking publicly about giving Giannis the Supermax. This was on our podcast last weekend. The, there's the potential for him to earn a $247 million Supermax? And owner John Horst made public comments about giving it to Giannis. His own player! And he got fined for that. So basically, he got fined for tampering with his own player? Is this a thing now? Can we tamper with our own players? Speaking of tampering rules, as if what came out last week wasn't enough, another thing has been added. A new tampering rule has come out. Players cannot force others to demand a trade. This is all basically in reaction to the Kawhi Leonard-Paul George thing because Kawhi essentially forced Paul George. I mean, it was Paul's decision. Kawhi didn't. Kawhi didn't actually make Paul George come out of Oklahoma City. That was Paul George's choice, yet it still happened. You keep restricting our players' freedom, and it's just frustrating. I just don't understand that. Unfortunately, I do have some very sad news to share with you. Former NBA player for the Nets and Grizzlies, Andre Emmett, was shot and killed in Dallas on Monday morning. A home surveillance camera's video showed Emmett pulling into his driveway with his Range Rover early Monday morning, about 2.30 a.m. With his door, with the driver's side door open, he appears to be just sitting in his car on his phone when two men approach him, pointing a gun at him, one of them pointing a gun at him, saying, quote, don't move, and we want everything. Emmett slowly gets out of the car with the gun pointed at him and then takes off, running down the street. They chase him. And one of the men fires a shot. The men escaped reportedly in a white Chrysler 300. A passerby found Emmett injured down the street soon after, and he later died. Emmett played in the big three in the past two two seasons, and he was a journeyman throughout his career, playing overseas and in the D-League. It was the D-League at that point where he was a two-time All-Star, won the All-Star Game MVP in 2015. 
He played for the New Jersey Nets and the Memphis Grizzlies. He was drafted by the Grizzlies out of Texas Tech, where he was a three-team, three-time first-team All-Big 12 player. Very accomplished basketball player. I had the chance to watch him when he was in the D-League, and he was a real good ball player. Definitely deserved more NBA chances than he got, in my opinion. Just crazy that something like this would happen in his hometown. In at his, right, right at his house. He was a loving father of his two children, a two- and a three-year-old. Andre Emmett was 37 years old. To wrap up today, this day in NBA history, nothing significant happened. Surprise, surprise. Happy birthday to Kevin Durant. Hope your rehab is going well, KD. We will be back next weekend with another podcast.